Welcome to lesson one of Replenish. So this is one of four lessons. We'll be mapping your energy, then doing a time and flow audit, and then an introduction to digital minimalism. And finally, your coaching tool for this project is building your sanctuary. So one idea I would love for you to just start to percolate, and in fact, if you're able to, just pause now and write down, journal for a second, what does a happy, successful life look like? for you. And if you take uh, issue, if you notice even, for example, the word successful, if that makes you feel a bit bristly, write down your observations about that as well. You know, words are so, so, so important. And if you notice that I'm using a word that doesn't gel, it doesn't make you feel excited or motivated, have a think about why that is and can you change it? So we did this um, in the Life Atelier a few months ago. I started a course, I started a lesson that had goal setting in it. We realised that people didn't really like the word goals. It feels like work, it doesn't feel exciting. So we changed it to aspiration. And then suddenly we were doing the same exercises but with a very different energy. So be aware that the words that you're using can be supporting you, they can be encouraging you, or they can be slowing you down. So we can just change them, that's absolutely fine. So we start by mapping your energy because this is the, it's the fastest way that we can start to reclaim even tiny little pockets of space in your day without having to do anything particularly radical like dumping clients or leaving your job. If you have got to this point without thinking about your energy and you're feeling tired, or if you're someone who's overstimulated and you're unable to switch off, that is most likely having an impact where you're in a state of reactivity or even a defense position, and you're not able to start to plan things intentionally. So working and planning from your energy means that when life happens, you can adapt to it. So you're creating space by working with your body, not against it. Now, I'm gonna explain what this means because you might be listening to this and thinking, what, <laughs> what do you mean map my energy? So if you think of uh, your day as being almost like a wave of energy, if you're someone that is well-rested, you're working to a, a schedule that suits you. So for example, if your body clock is morning lark and you're able to wake up at five o'clock in the morning, do some exercise, go to work, do deep work, finish at three o'clock, get home and be in bed for nine, your energy might be at its best in the morning. But if you are somebody who's a night owl and your job starts at 8 a.m., so you're getting up at 5 a.m., but really your body clock ideally would like to wake up at 10 o'clock in the morning, most likely you do not have energy in the morning and your energy starts to appear in that kind of second wind, even 9 p.m., 10 p.m. And I know lots of people like that. My mum, my partner, they're both night owls. I'm, I'm in the middle. I'm not a morning lark. I'm not a night owl. I work best waking up about 8 o'clock and I have a really good steady energy until about one or two, unless I have coffee, which we'll get to in a moment. So if you know that your energy 
peaks, let's say it has one peak in the morning and then it peaks again in the afternoon, by reorganizing your tasks and activities, and again, because you know how much energy these tasks and activities take, so that you can align when you're doing them with the right tasks, it means that, for example, a job that has been taking you, let's say, two hours to do because you've been doing it in the afternoon, if you shift that to the morning, you might be able to do it in 30 minutes or 45 minutes. And that might sound like an exaggeration, but for me, it's really not. If I have to do a piece of writing and I try to do it mid-afternoon, it can take me bloody hours, absolutely hours. Whereas if I'm able to protect that space in the morning, I can get it done in like sometimes 25 minutes because I work with Pomodoros. And I've noticed the same thing with my clients and we're all on our own clocks. And the other thing is, if you live with people, if you have other people whose routines, you know, whether that's at work or in your home, affect your routine, that can also make it more difficult. So I'm not saying that you're going to be able to work 100% when you've got the most energy and move your activities to when you have the most energy because you know we have to be realistic there's other people around us but if our goal is 80% you'll see that you're naturally starting to create more space in your schedule in your calendar day to day and that space will then give you the breathing space to start to observe how you feel about life how you feel about how you're spending your time and what you want to change so it's really important to have that kind of buffer space the first week that you do this, I'd love for you to track your energy levels for a week. Um, that's, again, not always realistic. And I'll be honest, I've never actually done a full week. Same when we do the time order. I usually manage a couple of days. But even the very act of trying to track your energy means that you're able to just notice even, huh, 11 o'clock and I feel awful. What was different today? Okay, I had a second coffee. When I have a second coffee, my energy crashes at 11. And if you notice that, you know, certain people are taking more energy for you, from you, sorry, you don't have to, you don't have to eliminate them from your life, but you might notice, okay, when I have conversations with this person, I need to free up my calendar for the rest of the morning because otherwise it takes a lot more energy from me. And, and that's something that I've implemented really, really, really effectively in my own life is I have people, I have friends, I have family members who I love to pieces, but my God, they take my energy. So I used to try and combine talking to them while walking the dog at lunchtime. And what I found was when I got back from my hour, my hour and a half of walking the dog, I felt drained and tired and I needed a nap. Whereas, or another coffee, if I didn't talk to them at lunchtime. I protected that space to disconnect, to just go for a walk in nature with my dog, with Rita. I didn't feel exhausted when I came back from the walk. I felt more energized. And instead, when I'd finished the day, I could have a 20 minute, 30 minute conversation with them and I felt okay. And my energy didn't feel completely zapped and I could do it while I was doing something, you know, preparing dinner or something that didn't take my focus and concentration. So that's what we're looking to do is to move your, your tasks, the way you're spending your time, your activities, so that they align with your energy. So what we're going to do is 
<laughs> this is the royal we. I'm not going to do it. You're going to do it. You will find a spreadsheet attached to this. Um, the spreadsheet is from the Landscape Your Life course. So if you've already done Landscape Your Life and you've done this already, you can just use the same one. If you're not a fan of spreadsheets, don't worry about that then. You can just, I, I just kept notes um, on my phone actually. I've got the Journey app, Moleskin, and I just, uh, something you can also do actually, if you're struggling to remember to track your energy, set reminders on your phone for every 30 minutes. So every 30 minutes, you write down how your energy is. So do you have high energy, medium energy, low energy? what you're doing, how you feel, what's the emotion, okay, how are you feeling, so I have done an example sheet on the worksheet, so mine might start, I think in the example I've put here, 7am, um, energy level is high, my activities are, I lit a candle, I cleaned my teeth, and that's interesting reading this actually, because I've got out of the habit of lighting a candle in, in the bathroom before I start cleaning my teeth and getting ready and I miss that and I don't know how I got out the habit but this is why it's so great to return to these things every few weeks or every few months just to see if you need to course correct or come back um, so yes and the emotion I was feeling at that time was clear and calm now if I come back to the evening and let's say 10 o'clock my energy level and then I'm cleaning my teeth probably my feeling if I've been careful, I've managed my energy during the day, it will be rested and ready to ready to go to bed. But if I've been listening to podcasts between my classes, between my coaching sessions, if I've been, you know, I've gone for coffee rather than having a 20 minute nap, then I can see that my energy will probably be quite frenetic at that time. So do just start to observe it, start to notice what's happening in your day, what activities you're doing, how do you feel, and jot them down about every 30 minutes. And if you can do it for a week, as I said, amazing. So some of the things to think about that can affect your energy, <laughs> I, I'm sure you've noticed, people. If you're somebody that is quite empathetic, quite sensitive to other people's energy, you will need to be even more just eagle-eyed about how people are affecting your energy. If you're somebody who is less affected by people's energy, that might not be such a big deal, but you might need to focus on your diet. You know, how is your food? How is what you're eating and at what time affecting you? Also, technology, your time outside, the news. That for me is a massive one. If I look at the news before lunchtime, and I read something miserable and depressing, that can really affect my energy. So something I'm very conscious of if I'm doom scrolling is, hey, this is going to cost you energy later today. So have a think about those things as well and just observe them, okay? Don't feel like this is something that you have to tick off your to-do list. It's just this habit of observation. And then in the next lesson, when we do your time and flow audit, we'll look at how to pull these things together.